So this um, uh, resistance that we have, it's, it's really, um, you know, this whole sense of personal self is founded on resistance. You know, when, um, you know, when there's not resistance to what's happening, the, the idea of a, a personal self sort of diminishes. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't, it's not in the forefront. But when something really um, uh, challenges us or threatens us either psychologically or physically or health-wise, um, you know, then, then the personal self can sort of rise up sort of, you know, all inflamed and, and uh, uh, get into a mode of reactivity, you know, which results in this sort of enlarged sense of self. So the sense of self is very much has to do with the degree to which we're resisting change, change that we don't like. Okay. So this um, is similar to uh, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross had these five stages of grief, you know, when we're suddenly confronted with, um, you know, maybe serious illness. Uh, and she talks about these five stages as, um, you know, denial, like, oh, I don't believe it, it couldn't happen, not to me, or anger, you know, and then we try to negotiate, you know, I promise, you know, to be good from here on out, you know, if I can just get by this one time. And then there's uh, sort of depression as we, as the weight of the inevitability that change sets in. And then hopefully at some point there's an acceptance of what's happening. So five, five stages of, after we are confronted with, um, challenging, challenging uh, change of circumstances. But the only question is how quickly we get through the five stages, right? You might still sense into those, you know, five stages moving through when we're, you know, first faced with a, um, you know, a, a challenging issue. Um, but the question is how fast do we move through them? I mean, is it never or is it years or months or weeks or days or hours? Or is it just seconds? You know, so the degree to which we're hanging on to our resistance to what's happening has very much to do with the degree to which we suffer. Right? So let's let's um, clarify two terms, pain and suffering. So normally they're just equated. They're almost hyphenated, pain and suffering, right? I think sometimes it's in legal brief, someone sustained pain and suffering, right? But let's, let's define them um, uh, to try to tease apart a, a difference. Pain is um, a particular sensation. Um, you know, if we slam our thumb in the car door, it, it just plain hurts, right? That's pain. Um, if we get an emotional blow, that can be, that can be pain. You know, if a, a dear friend um, suddenly dies, that can, you know, just be felt as just raw grief. Um, 
So that's pain. Suffering is what we tell ourselves about the pain, right? Suffering is a mental activity. Pain can be physical, pain can be unavoidable. Suffering, suffering is optional. It's optional because it depends on the stories that we tell ourselves about the contributing event, the painful event, the challenging event. So the stories that we tell ourselves about it um, can actually accentuate, you know, our, you know, causes more emotional upset. Um, and then, you know, we can react to that. It can be sort of a self-feeding cycle. Being fed by stories that we tell ourselves that we believe are true. Right. So if we find ourselves telling, um, you know, something happens and, you know, we can go into a whole litany of, of reactions like, uh, I can't believe that happened. You know, why did it happen to me? You know, poor me, why me? You know, um, you know, they shouldn't have done that. You know, I should have done something. You know, we can... You know, they're really to blame. I was really right. You know, whatever, whatever the storyline is, it has to do with um, arguing with whatever it was that was that's happened, right? Or we could just go global and, you know, just say, this always happens to me. You know, life is unfair. God doesn't like me, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, life sucks, you know, whatever, whatever the sort of globalization of that. Um, you know, sort of self-contractive emotion is, okay? But, you know, it's not that such thoughts might not run through our mind. The, the only question and the option that, that we have is whether or not to believe the thoughts. We don't have the ability to control what thoughts arise in our mind. It'd be nice if we did, but... Um, we don't seem to have that capacity. But what we do have is the choice of whether to believe them or not to believe them. You know, just recognize them as, you know, conditioned thoughts, reactivity. Okay. Um, you know, if we allow ourselves to act out of those thoughts, out of those reactive thoughts, um, you know, then we just complicate things. You know, we say things that we don't mean, we say things that we regret, we do things that we shouldn't, and um, those come around and cause us more suffering, <laughs> you know. So um, there's a way to perpetuate this by um, not really seeing to the, to the heart of the matter. <laughs> 